listening to Show Up, Stand Out, an online visibility show where we discuss how you can become more visible using social media and beyond, attract your perfect clients, and create more free time in your business and in your life so your dreams can finally become your reality. Strategies, mindset, interviews, opportunities, and lots and lots of actionable tips brought to you by your go-to online visibility strategist and your host, Juliette Stapleton. to show up stand out online visibility series for entrepreneurs my name is julia stapleton i'm known as the queen of visibility welcome to the show today i have an amazing guest for you uh we are talking to kate schnetzer kate is a social media marketing expert helping coaches and other experts to get their message to the masses by becoming omnipresent online hi kate welcome hey. to the show how are you doing thank you for having me I am so delighted because I know that this interview will be so value packed. Guys, don't go anywhere. Actually, clear your schedule for the rest of the day because you are going to be listening to this for 20 minutes and then doing stuff. So, Kate, before I go and we, we, we go into the conversation, Kate, um, you worked with so many different entrepreneurs in your, um, in your career and your experience from seven figure entrepreneurs, two comma club award winners, all the way to entrepreneurs who start from scratch, which is completely different sort of audiences. Would you say that they still have something in common between them? Yes. They all have the same blocks, the same hurdles and the same things that keep them and hold them back from getting their message to the masses. It's, it's really the same thing for all of them. It's, it's funny, isn't it? It doesn't matter if you are starting or you are very successful, uh, the personal resistances or, you know, or, or time management sometimes, or even prioritizing what's important to do, especially when it comes to marketing is not such a simple thing to grasp. Right. Well, there's a lot, there's so much to do in this kind of digital age, you know, and there's so many shiny objects and there's so many different strategies and tactics and things that people can do and get results from. And there's no one right way to do it. And so a lot of people get stuck in that. And then when you add the perceived complexity of something like video and content and being everywhere all the time, it just stops people in their tracks. This is funny, isn't it? We start overthinking before we even try something most of the time. Most yep. of the time people say, oh, this is so much. I have no, no time for this. Right. When you say to them, you need to, you know, batch record your videos and go, oh, I have no time for this. Well, I, I can share that when I started batch recording my videos for my programs, I discovered freedom. Yeah. <laughs> I discovered yeah. that I only work one day and I can take the rest of the week off because yeah. things are done when you just do it in, in, in one go. And that's something that, so I always think about overthinking before, you know, anything that you haven't tried. Uh, you're talking about omnipresence a lot, but I think that again, with, with the, uh, so much information, so many terms out there, you know, what, what is in plain English, social media, media or online omnipresence? Right. So the idea is that you are theoretically everywhere all the time, or at least your audience thinks that, or your target market thinks that. So if you've ever maybe followed an influencer and it just seems like they follow you, like you just see them everywhere, you know, you're on Instagram, they're over there, you know, you're on reading some article, there they are. They're just kind of everywhere all the time. There's so much noise out there that if, you want to really stand out, you have to show up everywhere all the time, 
which again blocks a lot of people, which is why it's important to have a system or have someone help you to put that into place so it doesn't have to be so overwhelming. And with that uh, omnipresence, would, that, would there be, in your opinion, would there be a particular type of content that like, you have to do? Video. <laughs> Hands down, video. Um, it's you know, serious. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, video is number one. Um, you know, can you not do video? Sure. Can you get a lot further, a lot quicker, um, with video? Yes. Hands down. Um, video for many, many reasons can elevate your entire brand, can get you more sales, more leads, build your authority, build that kind of know, like, and trust that's so important in this online space. And it has so many advantages that it's kind of a no brainer once we get past some of those blocks, once we get past some of those hurdles to actually doing. So video, hands down all the time, day in, day out. What, you know, I know I speak to many people, especially with the ones who are coming to my live video challenge. They, they always say, well, can I not just write why do I have, like, why are you saying to me that video is the fastest way to generate leads? What do you think this, the magic ingredient is? The magic ingredient is you. So somebody can read something that you write and they can get some idea of your voice, but there's nothing like hearing it from the horse's mouth and seeing somebody present it like they're face to face. You know, in this, I always talk about in the digital age, like I'm You know, back in my day, we had face-to-face conversations, but really, I mean, we used to, that's how we used to do business. And that's how we used to gain trust, build trust, build relationships. And that's how we did business with people. Well, now, especially for, if you're probably watching this, you have an online business or primarily online business. We have to find a way to replicate that because the face-to-face is still very important. When you're able to go on video, you're able to connect with your target market just like you were right there in front of them. You're able to then follow up with questions that they have and have a conversation and build that trust in that community. You can't do, it doesn't have the same power when it's not you and your face and your voice and you just being you on video, you know, Writing is important, blogging is important, you know, copywriting is important, but it's just not the same. It doesn't have the same connection for humans. It's, it's very interesting because I find that people who really resist doing video, um, uh, some of them, especially those who are just starting their business, they resist meeting people face to face just the same in real life so you know and i i know that they say i'm an introvert they they just basically find any excuse because you know introverts has nothing to do with with going out and networking um but it it is something that it's just an internal block isn't it and and um focusing on the fact yes we're talking to a piece of plastic even us we're talking to each other but but actually we're looking out at the piece of plastic there and that stops people so much because i know that um one of the top uh, live video marketers uh, ian anderson gray who you know he's kind of like a leader of live video and he he was saying to me in the interview that because there was no audience for him who had so much experience of talking on stage this was very difficult right. But what you just said, and I'm glad that you brought this up, that this is the only way to replicate that face-to-face, one-on-one experience. And it is, you know, 
sometimes people like us who maybe find it more, a little bit more natural, like I never had a problem talking on camera. I don't know why I just did. And I was like, this is great. And then I fell in love with it. And, and now I have an agency doing that. But there, for a lot of people, especially folks who maybe didn't grow up with tech, but speak, you know, are used to speaking in front of uh, millions of people, hundreds of people are used to teaching are used to those more traditional settings. It can be a challenge to get used to like, you know, it was for him. So that's why it's important to, you know, find people to support you, you know, like your program is really, really great to like, where do I start? What are the tools that I need in place to actually get comfortable? Because once you start doing it and it starts to become kind of an integrated part of your life, the blockades just go away. You're just in it then, you know, the more you do, the easier it gets, the easier it gets like anything in life. And so that's why it's so important to practice it, but to also have somebody there to like cheer you on and to help you through and to look at your stuff and say, Hey, why don't you try this? Having that support system, if that is a hurdle for you is so, so important. I agree 100% because the secret is that when you start doing a live video, even if you've never done it or any video, um, after a, a while, if you're doing it regularly or if you're doing batch recording, you know, after a couple of hours of recording, it's not a big deal for you. You know, you, you when well, it depends on the person, obviously. Uh, but what I found, and, and this is what I actually always say to my students, is that if you take a break, if you go on holidays and you don't do this, and then, you know, you came back and you were not in the mood, it's the resistance will come back. The resistance and everything comes back. Now it's much easier to manage it when you know that all you have to do is start. So you start and it's like exercise or going, you know, working out. You right. can, you know, you're saying, oh, I'm going to go to the gym and, you know, months and months later, you still haven't been there because you have this resistance. Uh, but it's true. That's why you need support systems because um, it's very easy to say, I, I'll do it another time. And yet you're missing out on this authentic connection because this is really, truly authentic connection. People can see your nonverbal communication, the way you are, your quirks. And even if you mess up, they still see that you're a real person and they love it. Right. Yeah. People are so afraid that people aren't going to like them or that they're going to have this, you know, oh, I have a lisp or I have this thing or I have that thing. I have these ner nervous tics or I, you know, you know, the million things that, you know, we think in our heads about ourselves, right? And that, oh, people aren't going to like that on video. Nine times out of 10, that's what endears people to you because they have those same things. And so they relate more to you because you are human. You're not just some like person in Hollywood who's, you know, on, you know, the big screen. You're somebody who is just sitting, you know, maybe in another state or another country or another city, but who's just talking to them just like a normal person. So, you know, the, it's actually just being yourself, kind of whoever you are and however you are is, is actually really endearing to people. And once the more people kind of interact on video and they start to get momentum, they start to see that it's like really reinforcing that like, Oh, I am actually pretty cool online. Like people actually like me and think that I know what I'm talking about, you know, and they're shocked by it at first, but then it helps. To get them, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what I found? Um, I found that the more I did video, you know, and I started with all those insecurities and I didn't like the way I looked and I didn't like the way I sounded. And you know, English is not even my first language, you know, how dare I come up with new words and grammar rules <laughs> and all these. And, and my ears go really red, especially if I'm, you know, very excited or if I'm selling, 
crying or anything. And I was, that used to take me, you know, throw me off, you know, and I wouldn't be able to even properly finish. I, I just looked myself, oh my God, red ears, what can I do? But actually people really, really like the fact that you're sometimes, you know, imperfect or, you know, and, and the accent and everything. My best videos were the ones that I completely messed up. Oh, for like, sure. Like selling it's a mess. 997 product and completely getting dyslexic with nines and sevens and, and right. subliminally, obviously, I was resisting selling it. And that was, actually, that was the best converting video of the made. They always do the best. Your bloopers are like the best, the best ones. People love them. That is true. I always stay behind. Like, if you know, if, you, if they show them in the movies or if you have a DVD or something and you have like deleted scenes. Right. That's yeah. my favorite part. And I, I think that we, we do connect. But you know, the more I do, the, the more I have done videos in the last two and a half years, I learned to, not learned, but grown to really like myself. Yeah. Looking back, I, when I'm looking back now, I don't criticize myself. Sure. And that's because I do, you know, I force myself and I forced myself two years ago to just watch back, right. you know, and make sure. And first, yes, there's all these cockroaches in your head they start you know like panicking and saying oh my god you know you made a mistake there and you, you can't put this out into the world because you stumbled on this word one word in like 10 minutes video. <laughs> no one will ever notice anyway but yeah of course right yeah, yeah of course. nobody <laughs> nobody and in fact they probably love the fact that you stumbled because you are right. a real person you do the right. same thing that they do right you know, but, but it kind of helped um, overall. You know what, let's go back to, let's go back to video, but in terms of like, if I'm a complete beginner and I, okay, I said, okay, I'm gonna do, maybe they did my, my life video challenge and now they're okay with video, but um, how do you take video and become omnipresent? So what's the next step? Yeah. So the next step is using that video as an asset for your business. And you can do that in a lot of ways. But the, the essence of it is repurposing it in as many ways as possible. So say you did a 10, 20 minute live stream, okay? You, you can use a basic, basic editing program or not. You can chop that up into multiple videos. Maybe that's a little too high tech, no problem. You can run it through a really simple free program that transcribes it for you. Now you've got all this text, you just go through because your conversational transcription is not going to make much sense. <laughs> you have to bulk it up, make it make sense. There you go. You've got a blog. Out of that, you can take five to 10 little blurbs that you've said, quotes, facts, cool things that you said during it. And you can make those into social media posts. You can take that audio, extract it, really easy ways to do that online that don't require much tech skills at all, many tech skills at all, upload it to a podcast or just upload it again to your social media as a, what are called audiograms. You can take a piece of that transcription, email your list. You should be emailing your list at least once a week on the regular, letting them know, hey, I'm alive. <laughs> Look, I have this valuable stuff for you. Uh, so that way they're ready to buy when you're ready to launch something. By creating this kind of um, many, many different types of content from your one video, you're harnessing the power of that video content and using it for many other things. You don't need to create 20 individual pieces of content each week. Basically, you're just making one and then just kind of tweaking it and taking pieces out and putting it across your other channels. And so that's kind of the basics of it. And if you can create kind of a systemized way that makes sense for where you're at in your business and where you're at in your skills, 
it can become a very, very simple and quick process that you don't have to spend many, many hours to do. And the, the more that you do it, the quicker that it gets. So the question then that I would have, so for example, okay, maybe I, um, when we're saying you don't spend many hours, it's still a couple of hours. Let's be honest. It's not something that you do in 10 minutes, right? So it's a couple of hours, but I feel so overwhelmed and I know I have some clients and they, they're just, I know they can, I know they have the, the ability, but they're afraid. They're yeah. afraid to touch the online technology or anything like that. So someone like you, and you run a social media uh, marketing agency that specializes in helping um, coaches or business experts to become omnipresent like this. So how can, what could be the next step then if I just wanted to say, Kate, please do it for me. I, I don't mind. I'll record the stuff. You know, I don't have to do it all as a live stream, which is life is more, you know, when you're doing lives, um, people sometimes feel more vulnerable, but you can just turn on the camera and start talking to yourself. You know, you right, don't have right. to go and, and, and be exposed to the audience. So what could be the next step that, that um, you could help maybe with uh, that all complicated part? Sure. So that's our specialty is creating that online presence for people. You know, when people are just starting, it might not be a good fit, but it's when you start getting busy and you're loaded up with clients, you're loaded up with this, but you really need to kind of start growing and scaling. You can bring somebody like me and my team on. And what we do is we work with you to plan all of this content out. You sit or we will fly out to you depending on what level you want to be at. And we'll fly out to you and uh, actually film it, or you can film it yourself. You do that batch video and then we take care of the rest. So we take it, chop it up, repurpose it. We'll manage it, schedule it. We'll handle all of it for you. And we work in these like six month cycles. So you spend a few days and we take care of all your content for about six months. So long as you get us all that, get us all that goodness while you're shooting. So it's a really nice system for people who are, they're at that point where they're just too busy or they're just like, I just don't want to touch this. You know, there's, some things for some people are, you know, they're, they're passionate about doing this content and they love doing it for themselves. And some people it's just, it's a drain on their energy. It's a drain on their time. They could be using their time more wisely to get a better ROI. And this kind of stuff just takes them too long. So that's the other stage where people are kind of launching. They've already got a little bit of a budget to work with, but they're just like, I just can't. <laughs> just can't do this. Uh, you know, I've just got better things to do with my time. So um, that's where we come on and handle it. And we've got a really nice system for making it work really, you know, fluidly and, um, you know, where we're staying on brand. And that's the cool thing about, you know, when you start with your video, because we're extracting all of this content from your video, everything stays on brand, everything stays within your brand voice, everything stays consistent. I don't have to know what's in your brain because you've already put it on a video. I just extract it from there. So it's a really cool system. Um, and you know, you can hire us to come on and take care of that for you if you want. I think that you have a complimentary 20 minutes online omnipresence audit call anyway to start oh, with. I do. So, um, you know, we like to, you know, my first thing is I love talking to entrepreneurs. It's my favorite thing. It's probably my downfall. I will, <laughs> I love to network and I love to talk and really take a look at what you're doing online. If there's area of improvement that you can be making on your own, if you're at the point where, Hey, you know, you might want to bring on some help. 
but I do an audit. I kind of look at all of the areas um, of what you're doing now, where you could level up. If I think that we'd be a good fit, I'll make you an offer. If not, you can take that stuff and execute it on your own. And hopefully we stay in touch and can find ways to collaborate in the future. Uh, but that's totally free to your listeners and watchers. I think I think people should take you on this offer because um, you know, like like at the end of the day, sometimes you might think, oh, you know what? It feels like I don't even know if I have the budget for it, or do I want to deal with that? But think about this: if you invest into creating content for six months, you don't have to worry about your social media, uh, blogging, everything, newsletters, everything is going out right? How much time can you spend getting new clients? How much time can you spend converting them into paying, you know, into, into profit for yourself? Right. I think that this is something that is, is important. And a lot of people don't think on those terms sometimes, you and know, I think a lot of people too, when they're starting out. So, you know, we don't just churn the content. All of the content is strategically driven for conversion. And I always say, you know, I can't, it's not like where you have an ad where I can say, well, my return on ad spend, I can get you this amount for this amount. Content doesn't work that way. You can't no. guarantee an ROI. It's an asset builder. It's a little bit, it's long game. It's very, very important, but it's not this direct numbers ROI and it, it's different for everybody. But you can always be working on a strategy with your content to be pushing them towards opt-ins, sales, lead generation. We had a client um, we worked with, he was actually in France for half of uh, the quarter that we were working with him. We're still working with him, but during this quarter, we were launching a new program for him. He came back, we did a launch. The first day he had $98,000 worth of applications come through. And that was, we only did organic content on one platform for him. And then we handled his blogs and newsletters. So. If you do things and when you're thinking strategically about them, not only will you have more time to do lead generation, sales, closing, but that content should help feed your business, not just be an expense. It should be an asset builder. I absolutely, uh, you know what, you can kind of compare it. Um, I was just binging on Netflix there on suits. And oh, yeah. uh, the way they dress, right? And I was like, mm, like all the dresses and the suits and everything. And I was thinking to myself, you know, when you're creating content that, that's always there, yeah, it doesn't convert, convert itself. You can't just, you know, write a blog and expect that you're going to get a client from that. It has to be a conversation. You have to close the client, right? So it's always going to be down to the sales activities, like, like talking to them. But it's like when you're going out and you're, you're meeting somebody, if you're dressed up really well, that's already putting you in some sort of like authority or, you know, a position of somebody worth listening to. And the content is kind of the same as well. So while you're doing your sales conversations, they, the content keeps coming at you. So they start seeing you. It's like your suit or you like, like something that presents you and positions you in a very, you know, strong authority, yet probably friendly because you're talking to them. So that's why I'm saying, you know, um, you, you invest into something like this. You have all these six months to talk to people or convert them, even if you don't have those, um, you know, this, the opt-ins and all the passive income that that comes from online. There's always there's always an advantage. Kate, thank you so much. You've been such oh, a lovely guest. Shared so much and great ideas. I hope, guys, if you have, like, give me hashtag eleven. 
or just 11, because I like the number 11, if you found value and if, if there was anything here that you're going to take away and, and go and implement or book that call, the link is in the description to this, um, to this show. Kate, again, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thanks for watching, everybody. And guys, I will see you in the next episode of Show Up, Stand Out next week. See you later and bye. Thank you for listening to Show Up, Stand Out with me, your host and your online visibility strategist, Juliet Stapleton. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. And if you're ready to be more visible and create an impact, check out julietstapleton.com to see how I can support you on this journey and help you show up fearlessly and with ease.